0: Didot was created in France between 1784 and 1811 by Firmin Didot, along with Giambattista Bodoni. Firmin Didot is credited with creating the modern class of typefaces that are still popular today. These typefaces marked the Age of Enlightenment by highlighting improved printing techniques and paper quality with the extremely thin strokes. Before these improvements, the modern typefaces' thin lines would not be visible, a syndrome called Dazon. Dido was the first representative of the Didon, or Didon typeface classification, which is characterized by a strong contrast between thick vertical and thin horizontal lines, abrupt hairline serifs, and small apertures. Firmin Didot was born in 1764 to the famous Didot family. He was a man of many talents, a punch cutter, publisher, type founder, printer, and author. He was also recognized for inventing the word stereotype, which referred to the metal printing plate or mold from which replications were made. Firmin's font was originally designed exclusively for his brother printer Pierre Didot, who first used it in 1784. The typeface lends itself to classic novels, elegant and respectful. It is an aesthetically beautiful font. Its flat serif and delicate thin lines make it seem almost vulnerable, playing the beautiful French damson. While Dido's high contrast and delicate lineage is striking, the effect that these elements have on the legibility of the typeface is questionable. It is a font that has been criticized and redesigned many times to try to improve readability. The most famous of these remakes is Linotype Dido, which was designed by Adrian Frutiger in 1992. Nowadays, Dido can still be found in premium high street magazines such as Air and Vogue. A remake of the typeface CBS Dido can be seen representing CBS News, giving the company a cultured and trustworthy quality. Dido continues to be an inspiration for type designers and is constantly revived to create beautiful fonts such as Villa Dido, and and H&FJ Dido.
1: In contrast to the modern serif typefaces of the early 19th century, the sans-serif typeface, Transport, personifies and encapsulates practicality. This typeface, created by Margaret Calvert and Jock Kinnear in 1963, was not designed to be fashionable, but rather the opposite. For Calvert and Kinnear's design to be successful, it needed to deliver information in the cleanest and fastest way regardless of the passing speed, lighting conditions, or viewing angle. Style never came into it, Calvert explains. You were driving towards the absolute essence. How could we reduce the appearance to make the maximum sense and minimum cost? Simplicity was key. Before Kinnear and Calvert's design, Road signage in Britain was disorganised to say the least. In July 1961, graphic designer Herbert Spencer, noticing this dangerous lack of clear design, took a trip to the newly opened Heathrow Airport with a camera and a point to prove. His images, published in the 1961 issues of his graphic design magazine Typographia, demonstrated the desperate need for a redesign of British signage. Spencer's work was not ignored and Jock Kinnear was commissioned by the government to start work immediately to solve the signage problem. At the time, Jock Kinnear was already a respected graphic designer, having studied at Chelsea School of Art from 1935 to 1939, and worked as an exhibition designer at Central Office of Information. He appointed fellow Chelsea student Margaret Calvert as his assistant on the project, an illustrator born in South Africa. Kinnear and Calvert were very scientific with their research. They proved that combining upper and lower cases makes a word more legible. They also made clear that a typeface's surroundings play a crucial role. Three forms of transport were originally designed, two of which we now see, transport medium and transport heavy. The latter is a bold face used for black letters on a white background, whilst medium is lighter, used for white letters on darker backgrounds. They understood that the background colour alters the way our brains read letter forms and constructed their design around this. The spacing was also key. The angles and speed at which travellers needed to view the lettering made negative space critical. The words needed to be read almost subconsciously. Nowadays, Transport can be seen in countries as far as Hong Kong. According to some people, I've signposted the world, Calvert explains, which of course is ridiculous, she adds. Jock Kinnear died in 1994, but his typeface lives on. Now in her 70s, Calvert is happy to see that her and Kinnear's typefaces continue to contribute to the modern world. Transport is a result of an extremely thoughtful and delicate design process – a typeface that we take for granted every day as it guides from A to B. Perhaps, in the future, we won't have a need for signposts, but until then, transport remains one of the most useful fonts in history.